previously on The Lost Carnival. There's one particular family that I'm very interested in. This is a family called the Ingenue. We have a vast archive here, and what there is to know, I certainly know, but there's definitely undisputedly no information on such a thing. I think you're barking up in the wrong tree. We suspect, well, I suspect, as my father's too kind to even tell of anybody, that we're being sabotaged. If you want my opinion, it's the work of the birds, but my father gets upset when I mention it. Awful, awfully like one of the men who came yeah. into the office. In the cafe? You no, know, over there, outside, on the other side of the road. Are you sure? He's, uh, he's followed me, I tell you. This is coming. I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to have to go. As the custodian of this material, you have a great responsibility. Protect it at all costs. Okay, so... Here's the wax cylinder Mark left with me yesterday before he ran off from that man. I have not listened to it yet. I uh, had a sleepless night, feeling anxious about what happened in the cafe yesterday, but also feeling a bit rattled by just how involved I feel in all of this already, so so soon. But uh, I, I can't put it off any longer. Um, I'm going to put the cylinder into the player. And we can hear it for the first time together. Dear listener, I've never been so happy in all my life. Our first events in Europe were fun, but once we got here to our base in Germany, at the wonderful home of my father's dear old friend, Karl May, things have been just like a dream. <sighs> this place, filled with treasures from the Wild West, I just wish Mr. Mai, who collected them, was still alive for me to meet him. Anyway, it was here that our luck changed once and for all, with the most extraordinary discovery. The phoenix that has brought us such success and such joy. Our wonderful carnival, already so magical before, is now alive with the most entrancing, enchanting energy. And my father is finally, finally getting the acclaim he deserves as the greatest carnival leader of our time, perhaps of all time. Farewell, listener. I do hope that even just hearing this allows you two to be touched by this magic. Well, <laughs> it looks like I'm going abroad. I do want my passport's up to date. Alright ladies and gentlemen, welcome here in the Karl May Museum. I may introduce myself. I'm old Shatterhand. You can mich auch Karl May nennen. Well, I've had a lovely couple of days in Bruges, relaxing. Uh, allowed to relax actually by the 
fact that I heard from, from Mark, the academic, he's, he's safe. He's taking some holiday himself. He didn't want me to say where. He's keeping a, a low profile, but yeah, he's well. I've enjoyed a couple of days in Bruges, and now I'm in Germany in the back garden of Karl May's house. Now, Karl Mays, the man that Popo mentioned on her wax cylinder, the, the writer and friend of her father's, it's, the house is a museum to Karl May, and people still flock here to, to see tours like this one, um, being led by somebody dressed as Karl May's perhaps most famous character, old Shatterhand. It's going to be in German, so I'm just going to step inside. It's a wonderful old German house. It's full of this great memorabilia. And in here, there are these fantastic, great, huge guns that were from the, the adventures that Karl May had out in the American West that he recounted in his stories. But the thing was, well, I, well, I think the great thing was that these guns were, in fact, made under strict secrecy by a Dresden gunsmith, because the whole thing was a lie. He said that he'd been out to the American West. He hadn't at all come up with the whole notion while he was an impoverished young man in prison. He came up with the idea to, to pretend to have been to the American West, to pretend to have had these great adventures with this Apache chief called Vinatu, and then uh, span out a literary fortune. Just stepping through here, it's a wonderful old house. Great place for the engineers to have stayed. Uh, and you might be wondering what all this has got to do with the Ingenue family. Now, what, what I've learned, or what I'm learning from a conversation I had with the local newspaper editor called Klaus, is that the fortunes of the Ingenues are intimately connected with Karl May because it's thought that he was the one who came up with a great marketing gimmick which really launched the Ingenues into their period of greatest success. Klaus has kindly agreed to meet me uh, up in the hills. Just looking through these windows here, I can just see the, the hills about a mile out of town that I'm going to be heading to later this afternoon to meet Klaus and, and find out some more. Uh, my name's Klaus and I'm the, the local newspaper editor here in, in Radeboy, which is where uh, the Ingenue family settled uh, after, after they left Britain in 1927. And they came here because Papa Ingenue's father had been friends with Karl May. Yeah, Karl May, who was a, uh, a great German writer and I, I suppose also a, a, a con man or a, a fibber, you say? A fibber, so, yes, yes. Yes, and he's, he's sort of the local town hero, but also, and now, you know, a, a, a bit of a fraud. <laughs> and it was while staying here that uh, the Papua Angelou made the discovery up, up here, um, where we are walking now, um, where she found the, the famous egg. Okay, well, well, we're just coming up now. There's a couple of people just there now, but this is the plaque you were telling me about. Yeah, so this is the plaque uh, which marks the spot where uh, Papu Anjanu found uh, an egg, a magical egg, a phoenix egg. Um, and it, it was it believed that from the, the phoenix that came from the egg, it gave the, the Anjanu um, carnival 
its power, the magical power of the carnival, and it drove that. <laughs> and uh, of course, around here, maybe because we just we like to give him the credit, uh, the, uh, we 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 think maybe Carmai came up with this one as well, this story. So he he had planted this idea in the in the father's brain all those years before, and this yeah, has, they, and he decided to put this to work. Yeah, so he maybe he he decided to put this to work and say. Uh, this thing happened up here in the hills, and um, so he, he sent poor Popo up and said, "Right, you're you're going to go up in there, find a phoenix egg, and and then that somehow will we'll draw attention and perhaps turn our fortunes around." Yeah, and maybe to um, uh, to revive, yeah, uh, to revive the carnival, and you know it it worked for a little while, and it was a big big news story. Uh, okay, so so could you just? I mean, it's a lovely old brass plaque here just inlaid into a boulder here so if you it's in german so if you if you could read that of for course me. yes it says uh on this spot on 23rd july 1927 papua Angenou found the magical uh, uh phoenix egg and then uh, there is a, a little um uh, an engraving of a of a phoenix it's absolutely wonderful. It's a fantastic story. I mean, um, these days we think in our modern age we invented marketing and spiel and all those things. But clearly, in the days of the carnival, they yeah. were there. There were tricks. There were stories being told. It's wonderful, isn't it? It's it's marvelous. And of course, it was for the town. It was a huge, huge story. Uh, and if you uh, if you like, we can go back to the the newspaper offices and we can have a look at some of the news stories. Oh, that would be, be terrific because do you know what what, what I'm finding let's, let's head back I mean we're a mile out of town now up here in the hills some people might you know look down their noses at this kind of uh, fabrication spin lies I don't mind I think it's a terrific mysterious time and that uh, all's fair in love war and carnivals yeah and uh, also from the point of view of my, my predecessors it sells newspapers <laughs> <laughs> great stuff ok let's get back to the office so these are the offices, yeah? Yes, this is where we keep the um, the old uh, the editions, the uh, you said archive, I think. We do, or, or vaults sometimes. Yes, it's definitely a vault. Okay, just give me a moment. I'm I'm the only person allowed in here, so. Okay. Here we go. Let's have a look what we've got. So we've got these big, big folders here, leather bound, and I just open them up. Inside we've got these these old newspapers. Yes, yeah, so there used to be, um, this is 1927, which is when the, the Ingenieurs arrived. And if we are oh, February, February 7th, the headline here, front page, the Ingenue Carnival family arrives, uh, and there was much, much rejoicing. And uh, so they, although although they hadn't been in town for a while, they must have been fairly well known in the local community for them to be making this kind of fuss over their arrival. Yeah, it looks like they were, you know, very. I mean, two more pages is, is a lot for papers this size, and so I suppose we. And look at these old photographs. This is fantastic. Look, there's. There's Mr. Ingenue at the, at the head there and, and, and the various and, performers. There's Badger and, Boy. And is that Badger Boy? Yes, ah, yeah. And this must be Popo. There's the, Pop the daughter. 
do you know what? I haven't actually seen a picture of her until now. There she is. Oh, that's wonderful. But if we go to... So how often was the paper published? Um, every two, every every fortnight, two okay. weeks, yeah. uh, on a Monday. Okay. Um, but if we look for uh, where we just were, which found the, uh, the egg, was um, July. So I, I think if we go there, yeah. So you see the front page and this, sorry to translate, it means in, inside pages three and four, um, Papu Anjanou discovery in uh in the hills in the, the mountains um yeah so let's turn the page okay and oh. it's uh it's um it's cut. it's missing these pages are that's really um i don't understand okay um so what we're looking at here we've got the actual main body of the of the newspaper but Somebody has taken a pair of scissors to the uh, to the thing, and there's hardly anything left of of the pages where the articles should be. And that's very. I mean, it it, it definitely says on on page one inside the you know this Angelo story. I I don't understand it. Is it is this something you see often? No, I well, I've never seen it before. Why would any? I mean, this paper is you know so old. Why would anyone have taken out these pages? And these are under lock and key. Yeah, they kept kept here, and nobody else is. I mean, I'm the only person who has. I, I mean, I haven't been in this job long, but. So. Okay. Well, it's, I mean, it's a, an awful lot of things could have happened between then and now. It's a long time has passed. I'm very embarrassed. Oh no, no, but, not at all, not at all. Uh, let, let's move on and see if there's anything more. So. so no. Okay. Ah. Here we go. This is uh, the, so we're in November now. November. Early November, yeah. and so there's a, the orange. But again, the, the on the front page we've got the headline, ingenue. And the then, rest of it missing. The rest of it's been. Cut. Someone has. But if we. No, that and there's a a missing. That would be a, probably a photograph, and that uh and an article next to it. Someone has been someone has been um, tampering. Okay. Um, I'm sorry not to be more more helpful. No, you've been extremely helpful. I th I'm I'm very grateful for all your help. The way things have been going with this story, this doesn't surprise me in the least. No. No, there are people involved in this. I thought I'd left it back in England, but clearly, their reach is further than I expected. Well, all, all I can say is, um, good luck. Thank you. Hello? Nobody there. Oh, somebody's put an envelope under my door, my hotel door. What's this? Arthur Bird, it says on the front, that's all. Inside, hang on, yeah, that's it. Just a small piece of card. Looks like some kind of advertising thing. It's beautifully designed. It's a deep red, and on it, it says, The Lost Carnival, Families of the North, Time 
is of the essence. Families of the North, time is of the essence. And in each corner there is a clock. And each clock tells a different time. And on the back, let's have a look. More clocks in the corner and a beautiful picture of, is it a bird of paradise? Oh, hang on, it says at the bottom, the phoenix. <laughs> Again. And then in very small writing, with a biro, it says, maybe this is of interest, Arthur. Families of the North. Well, I presume that means back home, in the north of England. Okay, well, as it happens, I'm going home tomorrow anyway, so I'll take a look at this and see what it amounts to. The Lost Carnival. Mm. Roll up, roll up, ladies and gentlemen, for the Lost Carnival. Grab your family and bring them So from Germany back to uh, the northwest of England. Carnival coming to the Lost Carnival. Location very soon. You will not have seen such a wondrous sight. Aerial artists swooping through the air, marching bands, banging their drums. It is a beautiful thing to behold and a mime. A mime escaping from a glass box of emotion. Francois! Shut up, Amish. Oh, why did I bring you? Is it Hamish? Yes. Hello. Sorry to interrupt you while, uh, while you're entertaining all these people. Sorry. My name's Arthur Bird. Yes. Uh, I phoned a couple of days ago. Oh, yes, Arthur Bird. Very interested in coming to our carnival. That's right, yes. Yes. Absolutely. I'm, I'm investigating a story about a carnival. I, I've become quite seduced by the whole notion of, of What particularly of do you find exciting about a carnival? What I like about it is the fact that it's from a time just before our kind of mm. consciousness. There's something about it that's before computers and before televisions, but it was just wondrous. Absolutely, and that's why we're called the Lost Carnival, because carnival has been lost to people. People want to sit down, they don't want to go out and see the skill of wonderful performers, contortionists who can hide inside suitcases, and, and trapeze artists swinging through the air as if defying gravity. No, they want to sit at home and play their Xbox or their PlayStation, or their, they don't even want to play backgammon. I mean, that would be a step up. So here we are in the middle of uh, a large city. And, yes. Uh, and you're trying to persuade people to come along. Do people even really know what it, what it is you're talking about? What kind of reaction have you had? I think people don't really know what to make of me. They're so used to watching people on televisions and them, them watching in a passive way. I ask people questions and they don't respond. I mean... You know, I think people are quite amazed by uh, by me and my, my outfit. I mean, I look quite marvellous, don't I? I think you do, and I'll tell you something else. I was watching the people as you were trying to sell the thing to yes. people, trying to describe the thing to them. And what caught my imagination, first of all, was the fact that all the children at the front, their faces were full of glee, but then I looked up and quite a few of the parents were just as engaged and almost mesmerised. Oh. The children, you see their eyes wide open because they still have their imaginations, you see. They haven't had them ground down over time. They still have their mind open to the many possibilities that the world holds and that's what Carnival is all about. So if I come along to the to the event, as I plan to do, and if, mm. if, if these people around us come to the event, what will they see? What will they feel? What will they smell? 
Oh, they will smell the, the excitement of, of many entertainers waiting to wow them with their skill. They'll hear live music and see magic and, and dancing and, and all those people flying through the air. It's a beautiful thing. The things that you don't think could possibly exist or happen in the real world seem to, to somehow blossom at Carnival. There was many things in the old world that were mysteriously wonderful and we've somehow lost our innocence in this modern time and it's time to, to, to wheel back, to pedal back to a time where things were a little more wondrous. And, and how are you promoting this event? Oh. I mean, I, I, I received a card. Was it, I have to say, I was in a hotel in Germany, mm. a small hotel in a small town in Germany. Do you know who sent that card to me? I have no idea. Advertising your carnival. Oh, I don't possibly know. We've got many fans, you know, around the world who like to help us with getting our message around the place. I know that we, we use the conventional means of, uh, of carnival um, PR. We've got uh, uh, bill posters. We slap them up with wallpaper paste. We go hawk on street corners talking to people about our wares. We, we send out pigeons. I received this card in Germany anonymously mm -hmm. and it leads me back to you and here I find you advertising your carnival. Yes. Mm, well, I don't know. I mean, the world is a very strange and wonderful place. I couldn't possibly say. I mean, I mean, the, the family that I'm particularly interested mm. in is the Ingenue family. Right. I don't, I don't, couldn't possibly say. I've, 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 no, I don't, I don't believe I know them. I think uh, my Francois has fallen over. I better go pick him up. Get off me. Oh, come on, Francois. I have to say, for all Francois's truculence, I think that you have brought something back which was missing. There was, there was a hole in our hearts, and I think it might have been the shape of your carnival so thank you for that and we hope to see you there and it'll be a wonderful experience but we'll only can make it happen if you your friends and everyone around this area come to enjoy our show hello hello Arthur Yes, Arthur speaking. This is Klaus. Uh, I'm in Radaboy. Klaus, how are you? Uh, I'm, I'm very well. Very good to hear from you. Um, what news? Well, I um, after you uh, you left, I thought I'd have a look more through the offices, and I found from my predecessor some of his personal uh, things my the previous editor of the paper um who died recently he, and he had some newspapers from the same sort of period that we were looking at in one of them i found the um you say obituary yes the obituary of mr angelo hey, father he died yes I imagined he was quite, well, a reasonably young man. Yes, he was. But in the obituary, it says that shortly after the, the Phoenix, uh, which gave the, the carnival such, I don't know, power and, and made, brought it to life, the Phoenix was, was stolen. Do we know by whom? No, it says it's a, it's a mystery. I, and after the Phoenix was stolen which remains unsolved, uh, the carnival sort of, it went into um, 
like a decline. Yes. And 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 he sort of, I mean, it seemed, it sounds really sad. He he died of, you know, sort of broken heart, really. Well, the the, the carnival had collapsed, really. Yes. Yes. Exactly. This. It's strange because I spoke with uh, somebody over here, uh, an academic who 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 was mystified about how the this troop, this carnival troop that had been so successful, had disappeared so quickly from view, and he didn't know why. And, and I guess that's the answer: the the phoenix is stolen, the power that was held to be in the phoenix is is gone, and the carnival spirals into decline. That's that's a very sad story. That's what it looks like. Maybe it wasn't all down to Carmai after all. No, maybe maybe it was maybe there was some truth in that story. Maybe it wasn't just a marketing spin. And um, and also the only person to um you know who he left behind was Papo Angelo. Yeah. So there were no other family members? No, it not, it doesn't say so here. No one else is mentioned. Uh, and and I I can't find anything else anywhere. And so, sorry, but I can't help thinking how how distraught poor Popo must have been. So the, these newspapers, they were in the personal effects of the previous editor then. So, so they were under lock and key. They, they were safe from whoever we think might have been cutting out the other newspapers. Yes, they were in... Uh, they were just at the back at the bottom of a, a filing cabinet in uh, well, my office used to be his... Wow. Well, Klaus, I can't tell you how grateful I am for your call. I don't know where this is going to lead, but listen, I will give you a call. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, I'd love to know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Take care, Klaus. Bye-bye. Gentlemen, bring your children, bring your dogs, bring your cats, bring them closer. Hear a tale of a marvellous carnival coming to the shores of Britain. Right now, before your very eyes, Francois, our mime shall move this box. It is very heavy, it is full of sweets. No, it's not, it's full of puppies. <laughs> <laughs>